Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, by now, pretty much everyone who isn't living under a rock has heard about the security breach at the credit reporting agency Equifax, which exposed personal information of, at last count, 143 million Americans, or at least half of American adults. So, since we all have about a one in two chance of being one of the folks whose personal information was hacked, should we be worried? Simple answer, yes. But why? There have certainly been security breaches before. The number of breaches grows every year. And some of them have been real doozies. Half a billion Yahoo email accounts, for example. But the Equifax situation takes breaches to a new level. If hackers get people's email addresses and even their passwords, that is bad. In the case of Equifax, they got a lot more. Name, address, social security number, birth date, and a couple of hundred thousand people also had their credit card numbers pinched. And, oh yeah, some unknown number of folks had their driver's license numbers lifted as well. Appalling? Yes. But a big deal? Yes. This set of personal information is pretty much all a hacker would need to get a loan, apply for a credit card, in short, to steal someone else's identity to enrich themselves and leave perfectly innocent people holding the bag. In the days since the breach was announced by Equifax, internet sites and newspapers have been overflowing with advice about how to minimize the potential effects of the hack on our personal lives. Equifax set up a site to let people find out if their information had been pilfered. Equifax offered a year of their Trusted ID Premier credit protection service for free. Equifax said that they were working diligently to close whatever hole let the hackers into their databases in the first place. On the face of it, this all sounded fine. And then people began looking into the details. Here are just a very few. First of all, Equifax has known about this breach since at least July. It announced the hack in September. A lot of mischief could have been done in the time in between. Equifax's explanation for the delay? We don't know. And as far as we know, nobody else knows either. So, once the word was finally out, what did Equifax do? The company set up a website called www.equifaxsecurity2017.com so that people could go there and find out if their personal information had been scooped up. Sounded very good and responsible. All you had to do was put in your last name and, are you ready, the last six digits of your social security number, and the site would supposedly tell you if your information was compromised. There was only one problem. Well, there were actually a slew of problems. You may know that there are only nine digits in a social security number, and several of them are codes for the year of birth and the place where the card was issued. The last six digits contain a lot of information in combination with a last name. And oddly, the results appeared to be more or less random, even if you did supply the information. In fact, a number of security researchers put the exact same information into the site twice and got two different results. 
One time the account was affected, the next time it wasn't. Then there was the fact that Equifax apparently threw the site together without a lot of thought and built it on the WordPress platform. Now we've got nothing against WordPress, but it's certainly not the most secure platform in the world, especially considering the apparent sophistication of the hackers who rooted around in the Equifax databases in the first place. In short, the site that Equifax set up to react to a security breach was itself not a paragon of security, nor apparently was it very accurate. And there were a pile of other issues which we don't have time to go into now. The point is that in this case, as in almost all the others, it's probably wise for us all to take care of ourselves after this breach. And how can we do that? A very good first step is to put a freeze on our credit reports. And living in Maine is a big advantage in that state law allows Maine residents to put a freeze on their credit reports at no cost. We've spoken about credit report freezes on previous programs. Basically, a credit report freeze prevents anyone from accessing your credit file but you. That pretty much stops identity thieves in their tracks, because no bank in their right mind will make a loan without a credit check, no company will approve a new credit card without a credit check, and on and on. Down the road, you may wish to lift the freeze for a short time so that an outfit that you're applying for a loan from can check your credit. That's fine, and you can then put the freeze back on after the bank or auto dealer or whoever has made their credit check. How do you go about putting a credit report freeze on your account? Go to www.main.gov and search for the Bureau of Consumer Protection, where you'll find instructions for both putting a free freeze on your credit report and information about how to get a free copy of your credit report from the three major credit reporting agencies. You may want to take advantage of Equifax's offer of a free year of its trusted ID Premier service, but don't stop there. Look into putting a freeze on your credit report to minimize the possibility of identity theft after this massive breach. Underneath all of this brouhaha is a question that not many people are asking. Is it a good idea to have so much personal information on so many people collected in one place? That is a very good question, and getting to be more of a relevant question every day as the Equifax breach illustrates. We'll ponder the pros and the very many cons to increasingly large, increasingly centralized data collection, right here on a future edition of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm-hmm.